Hi, welcome to episode five. So today um, I have my mom with me. I have posted on my Instagram asking if you guys thought that I should do a podcast with her. And some of you said yes, and some of you said no, but we decided to do it anyway. (laughs) She's here. She can hear all this. So we're going to talk about, um, I asked people, what should I, like, what should I talk about with her with? What do you have? What kind of questions do you have? And someone asked the question about how to make a relationship last. So that's what we're going to talk about. And that'll be kind of the focus of today's podcast. So do you want to say hello, mom? Hello. (laughs) Just so you guys know, this took a lot of convincing for her to um, do this with me, but we're going to do it anyway. So when I, we kind of had a little talk about this the other night before we decided to do it. What do you think, mom, about making a relationship last? Like, how would you, how do you, what, what comes up for you when someone asks you, like, if I'm like, hey, how do I make a relationship last? I think the first question that comes up for me is, why do you want it to last? Yeah, tell and me more. And should it be a relationship that lasts? Yeah. And I, too, the other day you said, because you, so you were, like, married to my dad for a long time. And then you've had, you guys, you can't see her face, but she's like shocked face. We're talking about this. Yeah, we are. So you were married for quite, like, how long were you, were you and my dad married? A long time. She's whispering that she doesn't know, but it was a long time. Like it was from like before I was a baby to when I was like maybe in high school or something. So she was married for a long time. And then you've had like some significant relationships after that, that were like a number of years. And so one of her first questions to me was too, like, almost like, why are you asking this to me? Like, I'm not someone who's been like married for 30 years. But I think actually that someone like you that's dated and been with different people has more insight into this question than someone who's just been with the same person forever. Like, do you think that it's better for someone to be married to someone for 30 years or to have a relationship end? Like, do you think that it should be a goal to be married for a really long time? I don't think a goal of a certain amount of time is necessarily a good or bad thing or even possible. To me, a relationship would be the quality of the relationship at the time. And so the question of how do you make it last is kind of irrelevant. And more importantly, I guess, is like how do you keep or or improve or sustain the quality of a relationship well when we were talking before you had sort of said that you think about we had talked about that both of us knew people that were in relationships that we both were like we wouldn't actually want that relationship and they've made that relationship last a long time but it hasn't been like it wouldn't be a relationship that either of us want to be in so what do you think drives people to make those relationships work that aren't really like why do you think people stay when they're not happy and when it's not really working Well, I think just like anything, it's that fear of change and fear of the unknown and not knowing what you're going into, not uh, fearing being alone, um, fearing not being able to have uh, to conform to what society sees as successful, which is sometimes being in a relationship. But um, at the same time, when you're talking about relationship, you're talking about a romantic relationship. Yeah, yeah, primarily, yeah. So um, I'm just trying to think of that as opposed to, because we have so many different types of relationships with friends, with um, relatives, and um, the idea of 
of focusing on making it last and the length of it, I think I'm get I'm kind of getting hung up on that the time because no one can predict anything into the future. Yeah. So the relationship, how to to make it last is just by paying attention and not taking it for granted every day. At the same time, one person cannot make a relationship last. You have to have two people invested in it with the same type of mindset, the same type of commitment. So... Yeah, so it's, you're kind of saying, like, you can do your half, your 50% or whatever, and, like, you know, like, be committed and look at, like, how you're going into it and your relationship skills, which is something I teach is, like, how do we deal with conflict? How do we deal with our own anxiety? But even doing all of that, you're still only half the relationship, right? So you don't control that whole outcome of that relationship, Right. And that's something I know I've really struggled with because I definitely think that it's all me. And then I try to do all the fixing and it doesn't work because it's not all me. Like I can only do so much. Right. Right. And I think when a relationship ends, that's the one of the biggest problems that a person faces is that self um, self doubt or um shaming or whatever it is that that you do to yourself where you say why couldn't I make this work why um couldn't I have maintained the a lengthy relationship yeah um what's wrong with me like I know I've thought that for sure like what's wrong with me right right and yet um the fact that it ends really has nothing to do with anything that you had control over. I mean, you can change some habits for someone else that, or, but I, at the end of the day, the length that your relationship lasts can determine, be determined by so many different things. You know what's so interesting is when I think about the relationships that I've been in, especially like the longer ones, A lot of the time who I was at the beginning of that relationship and the person that who I was chose to be with that person, but then I grew and the new person probably wouldn't have picked that same person, you know, like letting go of some of like the patterns or like self-doubt or whatever. It's almost like I changed so much that I don't know that I would have picked that person in the first place. Yeah. Well, I'll go and say based on like the my marriage for example yeah. which lasted approximately like 18 years yeah um would I have done that all over again absolutely I mean if I hadn't Robin I wouldn't have had you if I oh, hadn't like yeah, there's so many yeah. good things in that relationship yeah. that happened and the fact that it ended like in hindsight now I think really I had no control over yeah and so um I would have had control over maybe um, just being more aware of who I was at the time and what my actions were at the time and and different results that may have came from, you know, different things that happened, how I reacted to things. But for the most part, it's like no regrets over having that relationship. Yeah, I wonder if like this question of like how to make a relationship last because it's such a common question. I know I've asked that same question of myself. I wonder if it almost does come from like, 
you were saying the shame that happens when a relationship ends and the like, what did I do wrong versus this mindset that you just gave us of like, yes, I can look at what I can control. Like I can look at myself, but not from a shaming place. Like if you redid that relationship, maybe you'd do it differently now, but like you aren't shaming yourself and you aren't thinking like what was wrong with me anymore about it, right? Right. It kind of reminds me of how people view uh, people who get up early in the morning and get mm-hmm. to work early are viewed as positive. People who work late all, are viewed more negative. Yeah. And it's sort of like people who are in a, uh, they can be in a wonderful relationship that doesn't, that does come to an end. But there's that idea that somehow just simply the length of a relationship and staying together is a huge accomplishment when in reality a lot of those relationships are are dysfunctional and painful and time in a person's life that that is lost yeah so negative so it's not really i mean the length of the relationship like i guess it's right back to what we said at the beginning about more focused on like quality and like is this a, a relationship that works for me and for the other person and like that we both kind of get something out of it and we grow or whatever versus this idea of time right that time makes it better somehow and I think that is such a societal thing right right because it is a failure like a failure I'm putting in quotes it's, it's it doesn't it's continue. deemed as a failure but it actually takes a lot of courage to recognize that a relationship is over yeah and it takes uh you know there's a lot of fear involved there's a lot of uncertainty and it's actually quite courageous to be able to um put yourself in a place where you are willing to and can actually end a relationship. And if you can do it in a civil manner with another person, that is a huge accomplishment because most people can't. Yeah, yeah. That's been some of my favorite clients that I've worked with. There's lots that have like worked on the relationship and it's worked out, but some of my favorite ones have been the ones who've left relationships or gone over someone because it's it's the hardest thing, I think. Like, I think that's harder than having the relationship work out is when you're kind of on your own. But you, so you've been, you had like a relationship end like a couple, a year or two ago. And you've really been focused on like being on your own and being happy on your own. What do you think has shifted? Like what, how is your mindset kind of different now that you're sort of like very happy on your own and not like, you're you're wanting a relationship only if it's the right one is the sense I get from you now. What do you think has shifted to create that? I think the shift definitely is just uh, taking the time out, not dwelling on the past, not seeking out another relationship to validate me, mm. and really kind of pushing myself away from that social norm of somehow you're more valuable or complete in a relationship. And so now, having done a lot of work, like having to really almost reprogram my, my own mindset to really realize that um, getting to know myself and what I do like and I don't like. And the hardest part of that is um, 
kind of trying to recognize what that is, aside from what is socially mm. acceptable or what is socially normal, because we're so programmed to think and feel a certain way. And so yeah. if you can do the work and really kind of get down inside your own self of who you want to be and who you know you can be it's so liberating and it's actually I think spending time actually by myself alone when you have no one else to blame no one else (laughs) to pick at no one else to um project onto then you only have yourself and you really get to know yourself and sometimes you don't even like certain things about you but it's almost like having a partner (laughs) in your head it's almost like um so to me like it's become an adventure almost just in itself just getting to know myself What do you think allows you to sit with that, though? Like, because I think that that would get really uncomfortable for some people. Like when you mentioned that when you no longer have someone to blame or project onto or any of those things, and then you see things you don't like, what do you think allows you to sit with that instead of just avoiding it and trying to find someone or just not wanting to deal with it? I think in there, it's doing the work whether it's with a therapist or whether it's with friends or whether it's with other people in different situations, just being mindful and really being in the moment and just really letting yourself feel it in your gut. Because to me, that's where your feelings really ring true. That's that's the only place that you're really going to know if that's you and if it sits good with you. Because you've always got all this media and these different things around you telling you what you could do, should do, or how you should feel or how you would feel. But at the end of the day, it's just through experimenting every day and just being mindful yourself and having that awareness, that constant awareness. And sometimes um, it's like every day, whether it's the morning, I always feel like I need to check in at some point Mm. in the day to really kind of go over different things that have happened. How do I really feel about that? What did I really experience? As opposed to what someone is telling me I should be experiencing. And, you know, that's why um, when you take a romantic relationship or, or you take a partner relationship, somehow that dynamic is very uh, different than a friendship maybe that you can walk away because that... That romantic relationship is a dynamic that two people kind of immerse themselves and their lives, their thoughts, their hopes, their dreams. Yeah, it's very attached, right? It's melding into one. And for myself, um, what I have observed now and what I feel is the most successful and the happiest relationships that I see are when people in that relationship, romantic relationships, still keep their own individual lives and personalities and um, 
hopes and, and dreams and... or whatever. Friend, that includes friends. That includes hobbies. And they can do that separately from each other as well. I mean, if they can, if their level of their relationship is where they can do those things together as well, that's good too. But it it has to be that for both of them. It can't be one person who's just needier that kind of gives themselves up to the other person. And yeah. I know myself, I would typically the minute you get into a relationship, you start to become that person mm-hmm. or everything that person mm-hmm. wants. Mm-hmm. Without and even knowing, You right? don't even yeah. know it. Yeah. You don't even realize Until it. You after. think that that's who you are. Yeah. Just this, you know, but um, that doesn't, that does you can't sustain that. So you're saying though, I guess that even in a, re- like whether you're in a relationship or not, it's really this foundation of this relationship with yourself or even just checking in with yourself and knowing yourself and self-validating like a lot of times like when you were describing that like how do I actually feel about this and it's okay for me to feel this way so lots of self-validating and when you have that base then those that's how you give yourself the best chance of making a relationship last if it's meant to last right Right. it's kind of really having that base of yourself first absolutely um, I want to say also, this is kind of an aside of the podcast, but I've really in, in like a parent child relationship, because this is my mom, the more that you've done this work, you've responded to me differently and been more validating and more, um, I don't want to say the word healing, but kind of healing some of those things, right? Like it's really improved our relationship. And so I think that all of that, like work with yourself and like working on ourselves it helps romantic relationships. It helps our relationship with ourselves. Parent-child relationships are majorly impacted. Like it really helps all of those relationships, right? Right. I think my generation, and sometimes some of this is somewhat generational, um, is all about you get married, you have kids, you sacrifice everything for your family, you you give up things, you you just. Uh, become who you need to become Mm. at whatever particular time yeah which the other part that we're missing though is that we could do both we could still focus on ourselves as well and still be who you are naturally and not have to fit into any kind of a mold and so Well, it's interesting because I would actually say that you're almost a better parent now. And like, obviously, as people grow and stuff will get better. But I think when you more focus on yourself, you're actually better for your kids and every like for everyone else. I think that's what I've noticed just in our dynamic. Right. Yeah. And I'd have to say that like couples that I've known through the years who have stayed together, who have endured ups and downs Mm -hmm. and different things. At the end of the day, they're just, it's that they're the kind of people that they just value the same things. They do value that Mm, commitment. mm -hmm. They do have um, that give and take. Yeah. The ones that are happy and truly, but they also have their own individual lives. Yeah. Which is something that is, um, that for me was not. A normal thing to do is not an easy thing to do. You weren't to me, taught. It was all you about, were taught the opposite. Right, it's about yeah, sacrifice, totally. and being a martyr, and being all that kind of stuff. Yeah, 
<clears throat> and you put your your things to the side, which yeah. I think at the end of the day, sometimes um, it's even better for your family. And, and everyone can be a part of your um, the things that you value as well. Like if it's sport, if it's um, just like the kids, if they're into something, everyone goes and watches their games. Yeah. If the husband is into something, you can still support them and be a part of it. But um, it's just being able to follow those passions and being allowed. And nobody stopped me from doing it. Yeah. I just believed that I shouldn't be doing that. I shouldn't be spending my time, money, and energy on that. Yeah. So it's not that anybody stops you. Nobody's telling you you can't keep your friends, you can't have your friends. You just don't feel... Well, like, I think society is telling you it through messaging that you don't even realize you're getting. Right. Yes. Right? Yeah. And that, that's the benefit of, of these kind of podcasts and, and people talking today. Because then they, there wasn't the talk, the open honesty yeah. about how people were feeling. If I did this podcast 20 years ago, I'd be telling you what I'm supposed to be telling you. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know, instead of and how you feel. Exactly. Yeah. So So I it's, think it's kind of interesting because, like, our original question was, how do you make a relationship last? And it almost seems counterintuitive, but it's really by having, like, a good relationship with yourself, like having your own life and having your own interests and checking in with yourself and knowing what you want. And that gives you that base to then be able to actually share yourself with someone else, right? I would say yes, and I, I would say what's not to love about a person who does just those things. That's true. There's yes. nothing more yeah. freeing than talking to someone that you know is honest and has integrity yeah. and is self-aware, yeah. is non-judgmental, is happy in their own skin. Everyone yeah. wants to be around those kind of people. And it just makes sense. Yeah. And when we're with like that with ourselves, that's what comes out of our mouth. Like when we're internally just like, you know, accepting of ourselves and not just not all the time, but like when that's kind of our default most of the time, then that comes out and we're like that with other people. And that's what makes for good relationships and good relationship skills. Okay, I think that's it, you guys. Okay, I just want to say, I don't know if someone told me about an Irish goodbye. And an Irish goodbye is when you just leave the room all of a sudden. And I'm really bad at leaving parties. So I'm just going to start doing an Irish goodbye.